Al-Bayan Radio presents the following program, asking Allah that it serves as a benefit for all. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Salatu wassalamu ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Assalamu alaikum dear brothers and sisters and welcome back to our program Why the Muslim Woman, part number 9. I'm your host Abu Abdurrahman and once again I'm very pleased to be joined by my dear brother Sheikh Nassim Abidi. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalamu wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How are you doing today? Alhamdulillah, so far so good. Alhamdulillah. Good to have you with us once again. Pleasure all else, sir. And this topic <laughs> will continue, Why the Muslim Woman, part 9. In the previous episode, we were discussing the consequences of delaying marriage for many reasons such as work, uh, uni, uh, career and the like. Let's continue and summarize this point before we move on to another consequence. <laughs> we spoke about the delay of marriage. Um mainly due to the girl's end and then this again is not something like sexist or misogynistic or this is just the way that the world has become previous times it was known the girl gets married at a younger age and she is prepared from a young age for marriage and the guy when he's suitable he comes and asks for a hand and they inshallah live uh happily ever after happily in the sense that not wallah the whole life is fairy tale hollywood uh lies no Happily ever after, as in they live a fruitful life, there's always going to be ups and downs, but they, they live and they get by, alhamdulillah. Whereas uh, in the past few decades, that shift has changed for the woman to be uh, more out of the house, uh, less in the house, uh, the push for education, uh, which again is not a problem in and of itself, but when it becomes the focus over marriage and then a career over marriage, and then uh, ultimately over having children and then raising children, this is when a lot of the problems have uh, occurred. And even, subhanAllah, and he now just came to mind the, the link uh, between uh, education, like the push for education, and then obviously career after, and marriage rates dropping and divorce rates rising in many countries around the world. And again, these are all studies that people can go back to. And this is just not the consequence of in education and careers. But this whole thing is part of a bigger problem where women's well-being overall Overall, besides a very few factors in life like living longer, but overall happiness and mental well-being and emotional well-being has significantly dropped, unfortunately. So this is just you know, part of the problem, but it's a major problem. It's a major problem. It sure is. Now, are we going to move on to the next consequence? We are. Just uh, a point on it, and subhanAllah, again, we touched upon in the last episode, but just to uh, remind the viewers that this is not uh, this is not a problem uh, talking about society's issues and community issues as a whole there are other lessons and other series for that this is focusing on why the muslim woman so the focus obviously on women so that no one comes and says okay why don't you talk about the boys and them not being ready for marriage etc 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 um which is we've made that clear but i do want to i do want to actually mention something but because it's related to women because it's related to women the boys generally speaking will chase after the women which is not again not a problem in and of itself the standard that the woman places is the standard that the man needs to upkeep. If the man needs a BMW to attract women, he's going to work for a BMW. If a man needs to have you know, a, a house paid off to attract a woman, he's going to work for a house paid off. If the women drop their standard, then the man will also drop his standard. If he can get a girl simply by having an app on his phone, that's what he's going to have. If he can get a girl by showing off a specific watch on Snapchat, that's what he's going to work for. If he can get a girl because, you know, he's got a bag of white powder, that's what he's going to work for. Okay? Whatever the female puts as a standard, 
generally speaking, the men will need to upkeep that in order to attract a girl. When it comes to marriage, because marriage is not even on the table anymore, no one is preparing themselves for marriage. So just like we said, the women aren't being prepared for marriage. Men are also not being prepared for marriage. And what ends up happening when they get to you know, this imaginary age of 18 years old, they're automatically expect to, expected to snap out of you know, the coma of childhood they've been in for the past 18 years and become a mature adult, responsible adult. That's not how it works. Same thing with the men. Same thing with the men. So the men work towards the standard that the women put. So if the women expect men at 18, 19, 20 years old that they can get, it's a possibly, it's a possibility to get to get married. But in order for them to get married at that age, they need to have X, Y, Z. The men will work towards that, inshallah. So women, just like we said at the beginning, you're not half of society. You're in the entire society because you are the one that gives birth to everyone that comes after. No one can be born without a woman. So you are the one that is literally the in control of society. You raise those children. So you have a massive part at the beginning, especially in raising that society, you also hold that standard for how the men should be. Obviously, we want parents to raise their children, boys and girls. But as an extra incentive, the men will look at what are women willing to accept and they'll go with it. Okay, so if you set that bar that, yes, it is possible to get married at a young age, even for the men, but you have to tick boxes X, Y, Z. Inshallah, the men will uphold that standard. But when they see that, well, it's not even a chance and I don't have to get anywhere near that to get what I want from the woman, Unfortunately, you'll stoop, they'll stoop to the levels that we'll see today. This is a, maybe on a side note, it's very important to mention the, the effects of the environment and the community around you because that, that sometimes will set the standards or, or will set the standards. And this is part of why we need to go back to the Quran and Sunnah as we mentioned from day dot of the, of the series that the Quran and Sunnah is our measuring stick. It is our criterion. It is our understanding of right and wrong because... If you're going to go with the flow, if you're going to go with what society places in front of you, then unfortunately you're going to find yourself in a lot of grief. In this world and worse the next. Society doesn't care about your well-being. This world doesn't care about your well-being. This world is something that will use and abuse it just like it's used billions before you and it will use Allahu Alam how many after you. The world does not care about you. Society does not care about you. You know, if we broaden a bit and we look at you know the highest uh, class of people in terms of serving their country, people like in armies, they go and they serve their countries. They get injured, some of them die. The ones that come back with mental health issues, physical issues, look how society tre- treats them. They don't, the governments that they serve don't even care about them, now, except for a very, very, very small number. So don't expect you as a nobody to get this great treatment by society. You'll give society everything because you want to follow the trends and, and be part of. Uh, that which is you know, cool and hip and uh, in at the moment, but you're not going to get anything at, after it. It's going to swallow you up, it's going to spew you out, and you're going to be the loser. Give it 10 years' time, and everything that you were doing for fun and attention, no one cares about you anymore. You move on with your life. I was uh, just talking about society and where it leads you, and uh, one of the brothers, uh, a lot of brothers, not one of the brothers, one of the brothers in, in prison, um, Allah Azza wa Jalla, and he hasten their release and make their affairs easy. Amen. When you look at how many people like are in prison, and they committed crimes, you know, with their friends, with their family, some of them, and how n- now people aren't willing to drive, you know, an hour or two or three to go and visit their family members sometimes or their friends that they committed crimes for so many years with. If you're just gonna go with the flow, I committed the crimes because I was gonna look good. It's gonna get me more any likes on Instagram. 
I'm going to drive this certain car, etc. Street cred. You, street cred. You know, your reputation, girls, whatever it is. And then you see that, well, society, all of those people that you're trying to impress, they it led to nothing. Literally nothing. And that's in this dunya. Imagine the consequences in the hereafter. You want to be a person that is pleasing Allah. Whatever is correct, you do. It reminds us of the hadith, yeah. whoever seeks the pleasure of the people at the expense of the pleasure yeah. of Allah. Allah Azza wa Jal will, will dislike him and cause the people to dislike him. SubhanAllah. To seek the pleasure of Allah. Seek the pleasure of Allah. And the opposite, whoever seeks the pleasure of Allah, even if it means the displeasure of people, Allah Azza will love him and will cause the people to love him. SubhanAllah. For always uh, go after the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and don't follow the trends that are in society because it's not going to benefit you in this dunya nor in the hereafter. Allah musta'an. Next consequence, we're going to tackle it this, this episode. Is, uh, this is, subhanAllah, I was hoping to end the last episode again, getting the two consequences out of the way, but we're still on the first. So we spoke about the delay of marriage and some of the consequences that um, that has. We're going to move on to something which is a sub point of that, which is. Uh, divorces okay divorces and broken homes we spoke at the beginning um, how delaying marriage can lead to certain consequences one of those consequences we mentioned was divorce and this happens a lot divorces are the highest they've ever been and they're only increasing okay and sometimes when you see it decreasing it's because there aren't marriages <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> not because there aren't people getting divorced people are getting divorced but it's just that people aren't getting married anymore Allah understand so uh, divorces are on the rise And if you look at Many traditional countries Whether Muslim or non-Muslim Overseas Where they're conservative They have you know Old school traditions Etc The same is being affected Over there Whereas the women Are going towards A certain model Of uh, living And that's leading to An actual consequence Of divorce Men and women Are people That complete each other Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Created us as different Parts of the puzzle Because we complete each other We're different We are not the same We are not the same Men are different to women in almost every you know, metric you, you use. Men and women are different. Okay. Yes, we have two eyes, we have two ears, etc. Certain things are the same. And in terms of how they operate, how we think, how our emotions are and the like, we are very, 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 very different uh, individuals. Part of that, people look at it and they say, oh, you guys are saying that women are dumb or women are bad or women are stupid or women aren't as good as men or whatever it is. No, 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 this is not what we're saying. What we're saying is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is wise. What we're saying is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is amazing and, is, and he perfected his creation. What we're saying is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala understands that these two genders, they are going to have a relationship. And a relationship, there are certain rules that need to be there in order for that relationship to flourish and move forward and be maintained. If that relationship is one of uh, I don't think this is a word, but equivalence. I don't think that's a word. But if it's a relationship where they're both equal, they both have the same amount of authority and say and the like, then guess what's going to happen? It is a natural consequence that you're going to you crash and burn. This is a natural consequence. Whether it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioning one of the reasons there can't be other gods. One of the reasons there can't be other gods because they would have, uh, they would have tried to uh, overcome one another, compete one another, take control of one another. One of them says yes, one of them says no. Who who wins? You know, if you look at Greek mythology, even though again it's all any you know, fairy tales and fantasies and, and the like, except that the whole reason they're always fighting, the, their gods are always fighting because everyone's trying to take control. Because it's not possible for one to just focus on his field. No, everyone wants authority because they're competing. Same thing with you know uh, companies. If you have 50-50 share in a company, almost every single time it's going to lead to problems in that company. Because it cannot be. It's a relationship. There has to be one in a more authoritative role. 
Okay, or someone has to have the last say. Uh, principals at a school, teachers in a classroom, captains on a on a sporting team. Does not matter what it is. There has to be a captain of a ship. Part of that is the relationship between a husband and a wife. There has to be a captain of the ship. There has to be a person that has the final say. There has to be a more authority figure. If it's not the man, then it's going to be the woman. If it's not the woman, it's going to be the man. Now, if we remove religion completely out of it, and we say, who is more naturally, who is more befitting to be the leader of the household? Whether you want to look at it from a, a, a perspective of strength, when you look at it from a perspective of finances, you want to look at it from a perspective of uh, rationality, doesn't matter what metric, again, you want to use, you will find that generally speaking, the man is far greater at being the head of the household over the female. When this concept is challenged, again, this has been something that has been there for uh, a very, 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 very long time, the man being the head of the household. When this concept is now challenged and they say to the woman and they make her believe that, no, you are equal, only equal, equal is fine, but you are the same as the men. It needs to be a 50-50 relationship. First and foremost, this is our fallacy. It is impossible to get a 50-50 relationship. Impossible. Someone's going to wear the pants. That's why they say oh, the wife is the one that wears the pants in that relationship. She's the now, best, in other words. Yeah, she's, she's, she's the one that has the authority. Okay, why? Because you can't have 50-50. It literally does not work. If the husband says yes and the wife says no, whose word goes? There's going to be disagreements. Whose word goes? There has to be an authority figure in the house. When they want to make the woman like that, the man says, this is not my nature. I'm not here to be governed. Some of the men, they're submissive. No problem. Again, if that's your nature and that's how you want, or that's how you want to be, that's up to you. This is something that, as long as you're within the realm of halal, we may not necessarily agree with it, but as long as you're within the realm of halal, you want to live your life, better coffee. May Allah Azza bless you with happiness in this world and the next. But the, the norm is that, no, the man is the authority figure. So when he's challenged, what's going to happen? He's going to react. And when definitely we're not saying guys go bash your wives or anything like that. No. He's going to react in the sense that he's not going to be happy. And he's going to make his unhappiness known. Now that's going to lead to natural issues where he's going to say, wife, wallah, I love you. I want to be with you, etc., etc., etc. But this is not the way I want to be in a relationship. Now, this is how I want to be in a relationship. If you're happy to stick to that and to live like that, ahlan wa sahlan, we can make this work, inshallah. But if you want to continue being X, Y, Z, then I'm sorry, that's not what I'm looking for in a wife. And naturally, divorce happens. Or the wife says it. She says, I didn't get married for someone who told me what to do. Again, these things, if you want to take these actions, if you want to be like that, it's no problem. Just understand the consequences. I didn't get married for someone who told me what to do. I left my dad's house. My dad didn't tell me what to do. Or uh, after I leave my dad's house, now I'm my own woman, blah, blah, whatever it is. Don't, you can't talk to me like that. You can't ask me where I'm going, who I'm with, blah, 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 blah. So she says, I don't want you to tell me what to do. And if you want to tell me what to do, I don't want to be with you. So again, there's divorce that happens. Amongst many other yani, factors. Tayyib, they get divorced. What happens? What happens with divorce? Equivalence. Jazakallah uh, khairan. So I think I was right. Equivalence. I said, all right. Jazakallah khairan to our tech man. What did he say? Equivalence is a word. I was going to say. Equivalence is a word. word. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure. Uh, some what, some people get upset by something that I might say. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't know if equivalence was the right uh, way to say it. This, this tech man is like. Yeah, some, look, sometimes, he pulls a rabbit out of the hat. Sometimes it's a good rabbit. Sometimes it's like one that should be in a, a Chucky I'm movie. I'm surprised he corrected. I'm surprised he's <laughs> awake. Like, straight out. He's all right, Allah Vedic. He's all right. He's, that's that Busby. That's the Busby in him, Allah Vedic. Always let's on your not, toes. Let's not go there, please. <laughs>
face. <laughs> I think that that'll make him unable to spell. So, uh, you know, so that he can spell. You remember his, that video his... I sent you? Maybe it was like one o'clock in the morning when I got home and there was Haram, a guy crouched over, yeah. having a bit of a snooze on the on having the footpath. Snooze. Yeah, I thought he was suffering from the consequences of. Um, yeah, he was. <laughs> That's exactly why he's abusing something. So you can either have a good day like he's having right now, Alhamdulillah, or Ayyadam Billah, you can end up on the opposite spectrum. May Allah Azza wa Jal yani cure and keep away. Drugs from all of the believers around the world. All this is a thing that everyone should be any very wary of and stay away from. They're going back to uh, marriage and uh, the consequences of any some divorces. So people they get divorced for different reasons, but these are governing factors. Okay, these are governing factors. These are influential factors of why a person gets uh, divorced because uh, the woman is not playing the traditional role that she used to play. Now a person may ask, okay, you know, how can you also easier way? If I wanted to go do research to know that it's the woman that's changed. The man has not changed. The man is the same guy. Like if you look at your grandfather, your great-grandfather, your great-great-grandfather, ask whoever you want, okay? It was always the, the guy was in the house, you know, the woman was serving, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Many of us, alhamdulillah, our grandparents are still alive. Or they were alive enough for us to see them you know, when we got to adulthood. Look at the relationship between your grandfather and your grandmother. Even though they had issues, it wasn't like fairy tale. It wasn't in your Hollywood. By the way, there's a reason why Hollywood movies can only go up to like 90 minutes. Because after that, there's always issues. <laughs> this is natural between a husband and a wife. Jayid, uh, you know, your, your grandfather and your grandmother, I still remember uh, I was in a gathering and there was some oldies there. And um, the man was speaking and the woman said something. The woman said something. And it was like a serious conversation and her comment was like so far left field. So the man just looked over, and I'm saying it in a nice way. He said, when I speak, you shut up. Ooh. Okay. Now, again, we're not necessarily saying this is good behavior, but look how she reacted. She started laughing. She started laughing and goes like, it is what it is. Like, he's an old grumpy man. I'm just going to laugh it off. And then, again, alhamdulillah, they lived happily ever after. You know? Imagine that happens with someone else. Nowadays. How can you let him speak to you like that? That woman was smart. We look at her as, not we, society tries to paint her as like a dumb woman. She doesn't know her rights. She doesn't stand up for herself. She doesn't value herself. How can she let him treat like what a narcissist? All these types of things. Guess what? She was married until her husband passed away. She was married until her husband passed away, passed away. Decades upon decades upon decades of marriage. Alhamdulillah, they stay together. They have children. They have grandchildren. They have great-grandchildren now. Allahumma barik. That woman, if you like, were to mention the thought of marrying another man, it'd be impossible for her to uh, comprehend. But did they treat them the way we're told the world is meant to treat someone today? No, 100% no. But were they able to maturely overlook each other's shortcomings, each other's mistakes, and think, look at the bigger picture? 100%. Were they miserable in their marriage? They weren't miserable in their marriage. At the same time, they learned how to do with it. At the same time, we, we, we acknowledge that kindness is the default rule in dealing with others. We're gonna, this yeah. is something we're going to get to where the man has to be like that Islamically. He has to be. But the woman understood how to do with the man. And so they lived for their entire lives. Again, they weren't, wallah, you know, uh, giving each other like rose petals and putting it, you know, into the bedroom and lighting up candles and mabarif shaw. Some of them might have been, but most of them weren't. A lot of the ones that are lined up rose petals, the next day he's signing divorce papers. Okay, he's in court <laughs> getting slugged for everything that he has. Like a lot of it, it's just it's just for show. Whereas there was substance to their marriage. Now, what's happened over the years? Society told women, no, no, you, you shouldn't be like that. That's not your role. You know, you're not serving. You know, 
you're you're an equal. You don't serve. You're an equal. Okay, you're the same. Your focus is not the house and the kids. It's you. You got to focus on yourself. Uh, you can't let him speak to you like that, etc., etc., etc. So the men have said the same. They've gotten the woman to, to change. Eventually, what's happened? They've said, you know what? I can't live with that person. You're toxic in my life. You're a narcissist. You're problematic. I need to leave you. She leaves. We know the famous hadith that the one who uh, causes a couple to separate, this is the one that the shaitan brings closest. Why? Because of the negative effects it has in society. Because of the negative effects it has in society. The man, after he's been married, khalas, he knows what um, you know, uh, being intimate is like. He wants that feeling. He goes and searches it for the haram if it's not easy in the halal. The woman, the same. You know, before she got married, it was like impossible for her to imagine herself in that any situation. Now, after a lot of that shyness that naturally comes before a girl's married is also gone. That's why even in the Sharia, you know, the virgin girl, she it's hard for her to say to her dad, "Dad, I want to marry that guy." So as long as she doesn't say, "I don't want to marry him," then this is a sign of her acceptance. Whereas a woman who's been married before, she has to actually say verbally, "Say, I want to marry that person." Okay, so there's like the Sharia even acknowledges. That difference. Yeah. When they get divorced, problems happen in society. Zina becomes a lot easier. There's a whole bunch of negative issues and consequences that anyone who knows people that has been divorced or knows people that have been divorced knows exactly what we're talking about. Do we say that a woman needs to stay in a bad relationship? No, no, Abadan. Do we say a man should treat his wife like crap? No, Abadan. But we need to weigh up the pros and cons. How bad is bad? How bad is bad? If a guy had an outburst or a girl had an outburst, does that mean, okay, we need to get rid of him? If a guy, yani, uh, he's got some bad traits or the girl has some bad traits, does that mean they've got no good traits at all? We need to look at the, the greater good. If there's some little things that we need to be a bit extra patient on for the greater good of the kids, does that mean that we need we should get divorced? It goes back to the pros and the cons. How bad is the bad and how good is the good? And then you can make a proper decision based on that, not based on a WhatsApp group or a Facebook group, you know, Sisters, this is what happened, and then the whole comment section. He's a narcissist. Get rid of him. The guy's a grub. Take him to the cleaners. Get rid of the. No, that's not. That's not where we take advice from. Seek advice from proper people. On top of that, Islam told us in a billion and one ayat and a hadith. You know, عشرون بالمعروف. Treat them with goodness. خيركم خيركم لأهلي وأنا خيركم لأهلي. The best of you are the best to their families, and I'm the best to their family. The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم. Uh, you know the honoring of, of the woman you know not like you know not uh, being violent with her and then sleeping with her like what kind of like how can you treat a woman like that and then go and like sleep with her no you you have to honor her uh, it's also been make sure you look after women like so many so many ahadith so many ayat of Quran talk about the the dealing of the man with the woman if you don't like one trait you'll like another trait maybe you don't like something but there's so much goodness from it like so many Injunctions in the Quran and Sunnah to talk about the good dealings and the good relationship that a man needs to have with a woman and obviously the woman needs to have with the man. But the the point we're getting to is the woman should be treated good and she should treat the man good. But there's a balance. Okay, there's a balance. There are going to be times where that goodness might not be present for whatever reason. Just like we're meant to be good believers with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but at times we make mistakes and we sin. Um. Same thing as a husband and wife. There are going to be times where you have some issues. The question is, how do you do with those issues? Because of today's uh, modern lifestyle, people are rushing to get divorced. They are rushing, like they're sprinting without even looking back. I need to get divorced. This guy's toxic. This guy's problematic. 
I remember one brother was going through some marriage issues and he spoke to another brother who's been divorced before. And this brother is like, mashallah, like a, he's not a sheikh, but he's a very wise brother. And he mentioned some of the problems, he mentioned some of the good points about his wife and he mentioned some of the bad points. He said to him, brother, if your wife has that many good points, then I highly recommend you stay with her. Why? Because the bad points that you mentioned, every woman has. Every woman has. The exact same if the woman received good advice. You know, sister, uh, XYZ is happening with my husband. He's, these are his good points, these are his bad points. A lot of time you're going to find the exact same advice. Habibti, if he's got that many good points, believe me, stay with him. Why? Because every guy has <laughs> those bad points. We're not perfect. That's for Jannah. Perfection is in Jannah, not in this dunya. So when to get divorced, divorce is halal, but when to get divorced is the question. When people do get divorced because of some of the issues that we're mentioning, these are things that promote divorce and they ease divorce and they make divorce something almost encouraged. People get divorced, they have no patience, they weren't raised for marriage. And so they give up very, very, very easily or they get divorced over very stupid reasons. They get divorced, then the consequences happen. Whether it's a lack of shyness, corruption in the community, families uh, being torn apart. The biggest consequence, which is the one that we're going to move to, the biggest consequence ends up being what? Unraised children. Unraised children. This is the biggest consequence of, uh, or from the biggest consequences of, divorce. People, can, we, can, can we just preview that? It looks like we won't have enough time to... We, leave, leave it for the next one. That, that's, a, that's an easy one, inshallah. Uh, society likes to talk about a whole bunch of issues that are happening. We love to say the kids today, the kids today, kids today. Who raised the kids? Whose responsibility were those kids? If we're going to bring the kid himself, like that doesn't even make sense. How do you expect the kid to raise himself? The kid needs to be taught. He's a blank piece of paper. He needs to be taught from zero. Just like he needs to crawl and then walk and learn how to eat and go to the bathroom and talk. Same thing with his character. His actions, they need to be taught. Who's there to teach him? That's the question. I don't blame the kids for the way that they are today. I blame the parents or the lack thereof. If a person looks, again, at any study, people that they know personally, look at the kids that have active, productive parents in their lives and look at the kids that don't, whether because of divorce or because their parents are absent parents. They're there physically, but they're not there emotionally, mentally, uh, religiously, etc. And you told me how the kids have turned out. So we want to blame the parents? No. Uh, sorry, we want to blame the children? No. The parents are the first people to point the blame at when it comes to children being the way they are today and how far uh, societies have stooped. Uh, and part of that is because of broken homes and, and or actually not and or end together with how the world has uh, turned women into that which uh, turned, yeah, I'm trying to say in a nice way, has turned women away from their nature in terms of being nurturers and carers for their children into people that almost, almost don't even care about the well-being of their children because the attention is on them and not others. But we can speak about that in more detail the next episode, inshallah. Barakallah fiqh, Sheikh, Sheikh Nassim. It's oh, always yes. a pleasure to have you. I'd like to thank you once again for being with us. And uh, inshallah, very soon we'll continue with Why the Muslim Woman. And it'll be, I think, part 10. Alhamdulillah, we're Inshallah. getting to double digits. <laughs> it's been a while. It's only taken us two and a half years. <laughs> Alhamdulillah, it's, you know. Better than nothing. Better, better than nothing. nothing. Better than nothing. Inshallah, we can get to 50. Not for this one. Maybe we'll go for something else, inshallah. This one should have maybe. Well, I didn't. Th I thought today was going to be one episode. It's turned into about five. 
Soon, inshallah, we'll come to the conclusion. Uh, after, after these consequences, we'll come with some of the solutions. And I've inshallah. purposely tried not to talk too much, if you've noticed. Yeah, I know. Like, I, feel, <laughs> I feel bad for you. I'm like, this guy's just listening to me the whole time. Because yeah, I didn't want it to drag on too long and, and you know, give you more more yeah, dramas. It's 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 very problematic. Allah, it's very sad. And like we ended off the last episode, people do not realize the the reality of how bad it is. And if they do realize the reality, they're just lying to themselves. They're just saying, no, it won't happen to me. Or... Look, we see how bad it is, but we're just going to act as if it doesn't exist. That's not going to take away the problem itself. And I feel we really have to have a good hard look at ourselves and be realistic with one another. And know that Allah is going to judge us. And one of the principles that a Muslim should always apply in his life, as we've been advised, is take account of yourself before you are held to account. Meaning judge yourself, as we say, before Allah will judge you. Because this life now is deeds, actions, and now accountability. While in the next life... It's going to be accountability. There's going to be consequences, and you have no time to do good deeds. Sorry. Barakalafik Sheikh Nasim, any final words? If you haven't listened to the first nine, please do so. From the first episode, first nine episodes, listen to them so that you make sure you're on the same page as we are regarding what we say and you don't misunderstand anything, inshallah. And alhamdulillah, they're all available there in the description there. You can watch the whole series on YouTube and also on our podcast channels. Uh, on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, and other platforms as well. Barakallah fikum. I'd like to thank the tech man for being with us. And once again, Sheikh Nasim. Until next time, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This program was presented by Al Bayan Radio, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah.